Welcome to the brunch table. I'm well, Allie. And I'm Candace. And we have a very special episode today, but I think before we get into that, um, tell me about your weekend, Candace. Oh my God, Al, I had the best <laughs> weekend. It was my best friend's 30th birthdays. They're twins. You know them. Yes. Caroline and Marissa, shout out. And um, we wanted to do something really special, so we booked like spa services at the Waldorf Astoria Resort in Dana Point. That look, I mean, I saw your Instagram. I mean, you know what I did. I know what you did, but I, I need, I want the details because it looked incredible. Yeah, I've and never had such luxury services and I should for the cost, but <laughs> it was amazing. We walked in, they had like robes waiting for us mm. and then we all went and got our nails done and they were just like pouring champagne and then you got to like hang out at the spa all day and they had a pool and like a sauna. PSA about the sauna. I did actually tell you this, but I need everyone listening to the pod to know. Don't go in a sauna with cheap stainless steel earrings on because I like charred my ear. Really? My earlobe. It's so Oh yeah, bad. I did see it. It's like yeah, a bit. It's red. We went into the sauna and I was like, my ears are on fire. And I was asking all the girls, like, are your ears burning? And they were like, no. And I was like, what is wrong? And then I like panicked. I was like, I have to get out. I was only in there like two minutes and I like burst it out and I went to touch my ears and then I realized my earrings were like on fire. So I was like, oh my God, I like ripped them out of my ear. But none of my friends had that problem because they were wearing nice gold wearing, jewelry. Well, so <laughs> don't don't be cheap wearing those earrings in the I mean, sauna. I get all my earrings from Target, so good to know. Yeah, so piece <laughs> of advice. Anyway, what about you? How was your weekend? Um, it was fun. So, it, uh, you know, our mutual friend Meg had a birthday. Yes. Um, it was white trash themed. It was white trash themed. Yes. And that's how... Was that how we met? No, no, because that that birthday party, which was like f- almost five years ago now, right. I don't think I met you there because I was eight hours late for that birthday party. Okay, <laughs> okay, so I didn't meet you there, but we were both at the party. I guess we were both there. Maybe we did meet there. I wouldn't know. I don't. I think we met met at a different part, like actual meeting. But, but I do think it's it's cute that they've come full circle. They did that on purpose, right? I, I don't know. I think so. Because they're leaving the McMansion. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. We just they had a, they have like two houses that are right next to each other. One of them has a pool and then the other one is like the, the girls that live in the Opal House. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was fun. We just kind of bounced between the two. Um, let's see. And then. My friend Jenny and I are going to Columbia in like a week, week and a half. So we started finally planning where we're going. That's right. That's Nothing so soon. Like the last minute. How long are planning. you gone for? Um, well, we haven't had a return flight yet, but I think it's <laughs> going to be like eight days. It'll be eight or nine days. I love so. the life you lead. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly purely procrastination. And like Jenny and I are pretty much like very, pretty chill in terms of planning. Mm-hmm. We play things fast and loose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do things. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's always an adventure. It, exactly. Put that's for sure. Toes. Um, today we have a very special episode. We are, we have a mom episode today. So we've got both of our moms here. Um, but before we bring them on, so a fun fact about both Candace and I, not only are we both creatives, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. We're both only children. Only children, that's right. And, you know, when we were first debating a podcast, we were thinking about um, 
a podcast about being only children, and we had a cute name for it. I forget. Oh, I think it's like only only child syndrome. Oh yeah. Yes. So in another world, this podcast would be called Only Child Syndrome. Yeah, I don't actually know what we would have really like how how we would have filled the, the with airwaves that? with that, but um, I'm, I think this idea is quite better. Yeah, I think this is going better, but uh, yeah. So we definitely bonded over that and. We're very close to our sweet moms, so we thought it would be really fun to bring them on today. Yes. Um, So we have my mom, Jill. She's here next to us. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thanks for hosting us at your beautiful well, home. Well, we're happy to be. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. We're in a new location we're today. In a new location. Beautiful scenery. Great drive up here. Awesome. North we, County. Yeah, North County. And then we also have Ellen. We do virtually. Virtually. Hi. <laughs> um, so, uh, mom's on the the East Coast. So she's well. It's actually not that late there yet. It's only six. Yeah. Perfect time to start drinking. <laughs> Before my bed. Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, going to start off, as we always do, with our cocktail. And our cocktail this week was... Um, it didn't have a great name. It just had, like, rum and orange juice mm-hmm. uh, on the recipe. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should think of a name. Maybe maybe it will come up naturally to us. But um, The Cahiba. The Cahiba. The, the Cahiba. <laughs> okay, my mom that? has been calling me... <laughs> Late, well, forever, because I am an old, a spoiled only child. Um, she calls me the, the queen of Cahiba. What does that and, mean? Well, I said to her, what is Cahiba? Is that a place? I thought and it was a made-up land. It, it is a made-up <laughs> land. I think it's the name of a cigar. It is! <laughs> That's what we found out. It's the name of a cigar. A yeah. Cuban cigar. Oh, we, yeah. we Googled it, and it's a Cuban cigar. So, um, yeah, we can name just drink. Chief and cigars back here? The Cahiba. Yeah. <laughs> the Cahiba. The rum Cahiba. I don't think either of us have ever smoked like a cigar that. in our lives. Have you smoked a cigar? No, never smoked a cigar. Don't um, like the smell of them, actually. No. Very mm-hmm. strong. But anyway, all right, the Cahiba cocktail. So we're going to post the uh, recipe on our Instagram as we do. And we're going to take a sip now and give it a rating out of five stars. Yes. So everyone cheers. Mom has a red wine, so you can also join us with your wine. wine. Cheers. 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 Oh. Mm. Well, that's a five for me. What what an improvement! <laughs> this is a big improvement this week. I'm very happy. So my mom does. We did make the cocktail, you know, knowing our guest, and she um, is a fan of a tiki drink and a, a rum cocktail. So always, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a sweet one. It's a uh, orange juice, pineapple, lime juice, rum, a little bit of soda water, a little bit of grenadine, which makes it this beautiful pink color. Yes, if you're so watching it. The color is really nice. Um, yeah, I think that might be what's your rating? One yet. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a 4.2. Wow, um, that's good. I, I'm not really a rum drinker, but I do think this is nice. It, it's definitely like an easy sipper. I could see myself having maybe like two of these. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. on yeah. a beach, on an island. Yes, yeah, <laughs> in the Caribbean somewhere. Are we on vacation or what? Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Like, feel like it. Yeah. yeah, I'll give it the same. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 4.2. I don't usually go for like a really sweet drink, but. I don't think it's that sweet. It's got, I don't know, there's the lime kind of takes the sweetness out of it. It's not overly sweet. So I thought it was going to be sweater because the grenadine always. Yeah. 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 
So, well, that's awesome, girls. Right. Good job. This is a success. Six, I think well, this was Candace's first time making the drink, so. But we do have to say this: <laughs> our future bartender, he still hasn't committed quite yet. But um, my fiance sent us this recipe because he was like, "Your cocktails have sucked so far, and <laughs> you need some help." And speaking of that, my mother, where's the book? Gave us oh, yeah, a beautiful book. book. It's we're gonna post it on our Instagram. We'll post it on it, Insta. We did feature it, Mom. Just, that's just so you know, in our making of the cocktail, we had the book sitting right front and center so everyone can see it because my mom sells it at her store. Do you want to talk a little bit about your store, mom? Yeah, I'll give it a quick plug. Give it a give quick it a plug. plug. Okay, well, I, the book that uh, that I sell is called um, Beach Cocktails. So it has a lot of great cocktails, summer cocktails, and some recipes for, like, summer snacks. Um, but our store is in Vista. It's currently called Urban Barn. However, um, we're changing the name to Bungalow 101, and Ooh. we're also going to be opening another store in also in North County in Carlsbad called Bungalow 102. Too. And we do a lot of great things, um, all kinds of beautiful home decor, garden decor, um, pots, planters, lots of gifts, jewelry, apparel, accessories. And honestly, in Vista, we've become like the neighborhood go to store for all that great stuff. So anyway, um, we've been very successful and we're going to expand. And um, yeah, so I, that's, that's, that's why my little plug for I'm our store. I'm so excited and I, I want to talk about it a little bit. Well, first of all, if you are watching at home, we're at my mom's house and most of the stuff behind us is probably from your store. Pretty much. And um, you <laughs> You really have like a cult following there like people will really? be like oh man like i drive all the way to vista just to go to urban barn like it's really? like kind of known around Ooh, town now bungalow yeah. 101 though is what it will be it and will be very soon within the next uh couple weeks we're just waiting for our dba to be confirmed with the city of vista and okay. then and then we're we're good to go so great where did well, you get the yeah. name bungalow 101 well actually my partner really loved bungalow she just said i Wait, just the club? love Excuse me? The club in LA? No, I told her when she said bungalow, I was like, like the club. No and club. she doesn't know the club. No, I don't know the, the club. club. She just likes the word bungalow, like the bungalow. Oh. She just loved that word for a store. And then we said, well, wait a minute. If we're going to expand and potentially have two, three, four, who knows? There might be a bungalow 105 down the road. Hopefully. So we decided to give it numbers and see what happens. Oh, okay. but I'm, very, yeah. I'm very proud because your whole life you were an office manager at a what an investor office yeah at a, a, a financial <laughs> firm an investor office a financial firm. well number one I was all my life I was number one was you of course you were she was my number As one priority of course um, and then I had a part-time job and I worked in a financial firm and you know that was fun but it's not very creative she was never fulfilled creatively no. so then you know later in your life when you how old were you when you started doing this the actual store yeah, stuff? Yeah, when, we when we were sitting outside. Um, probably in my early 50s, like or maybe 52, oh, wow. 53. Yeah, it's so just... I'm 60 now, so yeah. Yeah, 52, 53, yeah. and now she's 60, and I just think that's really uh, inspirational for people who maybe aren't feeling fulfilled or satisfied with what right. they're doing, and she was able to pursue her creative passion. Never yeah. too late to change it up. Never yeah. too late, and you're doing awesome, so I'm yeah. very proud. Yeah, no, it's really fun, but, you know, make no mistake, a business is a business, and it's a lot of work, and you really have to be um, motivated. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, but I am, and that's 
so that's a good thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Enough of the work stuff. Let's yeah. get into the fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's all fun stuff, too. Um, but, you know, we obviously talk a lot about dating stories on here, although we like we like all kinds of stories. We do. But um, my mom has a very fun dating past. There's <laughs> Sometimes I'll ask her to tell me stories just just for a chuckle. I feel like it was uh, my, my childhood stories growing up, my bedtime stories were... <laughs> Not a bunch of bedtime stories. Okay, maybe not when I was that little, but still, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we want you today to talk a little bit about some of your uh, high school boyfriends. I'm, I'm okay. excited. Well, you know what? I, I was a silly teenager, as were all my friends. We were just silly. We laughed all the time. Everything was funny to us. Um, I'm still like that. She's I've, still like that. I've calmed down a little bit, but I, I do have a very silly side, and my friends of today still do, too. So we love that. There's a lot of laughing going on. But anyway, um, yeah, so I had two boyfriends in high school. At the um, same time? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Not at the same time. My freshman and sophomore year, I dated, uh, I dated a boy named Mike, and Mike was, actually, he was deaf, and his brother Ooh. was deaf as well. Yeah, they were, um, he he came from a family of six and three of the children were deaf and the other three were could hear wow. and the parents could hear but they just they just kind of mainstreamed right in they had gone to school all of their childhood for you know for deaf so they learned to lip read they spoke okay. and it, they were you know and they were great they were popular the kids loved them they were really oh, they that. were fun yeah they were they were fun and anyway and he was also really really cute i mean mm-hmm. he was tall dark and handsome and i thought okay you know mm-hmm. why did not? you know sign language or how did you no he just he lip read <laughs> okay and lip read very well okay so so anyway <laughs> so one night we used to go out to the movies and we went with my best friend who's also named Jill and uh, her boyfriend at the time and we used to go out to dinner in the movies of course do the things that you do and um he decided in order for us to he realized that if you were deaf going into this particular cinema you didn't have to pay for the movie it was just like a perk of not being able to hear it so he decided we should all be deaf. <laughs> so, we love a deal. Oh my God. <laughs> so I said, okay. So we went in and, uh, you know, everybody went to pay and he, and he proceeded to tell them that we, all of us were deaf. So we got our little whatever freebie voucher. And there was this huge line of people that were standing and waiting to get into this movie because it was like a Saturday night, you know, very busy time back then especially if you go to the movies and so the manager came over they made a big deal and Uh they (laughs) just they decided to seat us like on this long um bench where the where you walk into the movie so basically we were we were facing the entire line and the entire line was facing us and looking at us and of course we couldn't talk we couldn't because we we had to pretend we we had to pretend and we were afraid to talk in the movies because we didn't want you know we didn't want to let it out let out the shady that we had done so anyway that i'll never forget that one because it was just it was just very silly but we did get the movie for free that's do you remember we did, what movie we did it get was? into the movie for free i don't even remember what movie it was 
didn't remember what movie it was. Um, that, would be, that would be so hard to like not have to say. Like we couldn't you talk. Have, you can't talk. You can't explain anything. No. You just said, oh no. I'm not, not, not because guessing. not because he couldn't talk. He could talk, and he was the only one talking. But you know, when you can't hear, you don't talk like. Right. A person that can hear talks. So we were about to, you know, (laughs) go that route. So anyway, it was a scene. And then we left the movie theater that night and he drove this little Volkswagen that the four of us squeezed into. And it was a shift and it didn't it he couldn't get it started. And it was snowy and it was cold and we were bundled up. And so he said, we're going to have to push the car. Somebody's going to have to sit in the driver's seat and push down on the clutch and we'll push it and get it going. So I said, well, you guys push. I'll sit. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, Obviously. I'll let you guys push the car. So my girlfriend and, and the two boys started to push the car and really, really pick up speed. And he said, <laughs> he said, OK, it's time to hit the clutch. And by accident, I hit the brake. <laughs> Oh. And the three of them, <laughs> like literally, went flying over the back of the car. Oh my feet goodness. up in the air. It was like a thump. <laughs> it was like a, all I heard was this crash, and my girlfriend going, "Ow!" Smiling. Oopsies. It was a real scene. So that was a funny night. I mean, if you're asking me for like funny nights of dating, I remember that one standing out as being really silly and funny. I know. And Jilly, her best friend, who is still your best friend. Oh, yeah. She's coming out next month from Connecticut. Yep. She's staying for a week. She and her significant other. And um, yeah, we've been life lifelong friends. And we call each other Smiley. Give it, give it, give it the oomph you guys do it with. <laughs> no, I don't know if I can do that. Smile. Uh, well, how that happened was we used to go to an allergist in Connecticut. Both of us did. We'd get allergy shots because you know you have bad allergies on the East Coast, right? With all the molds and the green and the pollen and everything. So we used to go to a um, an allergist, and every time we went in, it did, and he must have done it with everyone. He did it with her. He did it with me. He'd always say, "Well, how are you doing, Smiley?" That was <laughs> it was just like a goofy thing this doctor did. So of course we took off on that. Uh-huh. And to this day, whenever I talk to her, or see her, I always say, "Hey, Smiley," and we call them Smiley. Her children call you Smiley. They I call, call her Smiley. Yeah. It's really stuck. It's really wow. silly. I love that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy but silly, but anyway, yeah. So, so then, who was uh, who was your other high school boyfriend? So the other high school boyfriend, his name was Al Takach. <laughs> I used to say it funny. What do you say, Takach? I always but make fun of we, her. Do we need to bleep his name out? No. <laughs> no. God He's, rest his soul. God rest his soul. Oh, He's passed. Um, but it, I always used to laugh at my mom telling me these stories because the names of people on the East Coast. I don't know what, if it was just the East Coast, but the names were just so funny, silly to me. Yeah. A lot of Italian last names. It was names. a lot of Italian. A lot of Italian because, you know, a lot of Italian people live on the East sure. Coast. And so, yeah. yeah, lots and lots. But um, but anyway, Al Takach, uh, we dated junior and senior year. And he was kind of, he was a funny dude. He was quirky because he was he was kind of short, kind of stocky. He was a blonde haired, blue eyed, looked like a really, you know, good, wholesome boy. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't. He was a bad boy. Oh, we love, yeah, we love a had, bad boy. He had a bad boy side to him. Um, and he 
and he had swag. So, oh. yeah, and he was very popular and somehow manipulated me to be his girlfriend. So, because <laughs> I, <laughs> I usually don't go for short, stocky blondes. No. But well, Al. Short Kings. Al Chad, Chad, Chad short, kings. short Kings. We love them. <laughs> yeah. He had what it took, evidently. So, uh, yeah. So I dated him. And actually, he was really great to me. I, I remember my girlfriend was dating his very good friend, Phil. And these guys were really great to us. I mean, they took us to wonderful places. I mean, for being teenagers. So I mean, you were in high school. Well, they used to wine and dine us. And wow. I was telling Candace, he, he knew I loved lobster. So one night he did like a lobster fest and put these lobsters on the table did the whole setup beautiful table setting put these little tuxedos on the lobster and then had diamond <laughs> earrings for me stud earrings oh on either God. side of the tuxedo what? and i don't remember it could have been a birthday thing i'm not really sure i don't remember but he used to do really thoughtful things that just really treat me good yeah. i also feel the need to clarify <laughs> A bow tie, because I'm picturing a lobster dressed in a full tuxedo. No, just had a little paper bow tie yeah. on it. <laughs> he didn't have him completely dressed. But anyway. The little um, claws sticking out. So anyway, um, and of course, back in those days when we were teenagers, since we didn't have homes of our own, we used to hang out at one another's homes. Right. Because that's what we did. And I'd eat dinner over there. He'd eat dinner at our house. And of course, our parents were always there. And his mom was named Bootsy. And his father, his Bootsy, and his father always used to call her Bootsy. Like, he just had this weird way of calling her, which used to just get under my skin, but whatever. Um, And he, the father, had this bulldog, and they both looked and walked exactly alike. Ah, yes. Like like dogs. They were like, the two of them would go back and forth, you know, walking and stuff. And he'd he'd sit at the dinner table, and he would feed this dog, like, the food off the table, which I grosses me out but he used to <laughs> spend the whole time feeding his dog so that's what I remember about his family but we used to go out and do wonderful things and one night <laughs> we were on um, Moose Hill Road and you know how the roads are back there Ellen they're very uh, wooded and you know they're just like going through uh, the back roads of Morocco or whatever <laughs> And we were driving down and he was he had his dad's Lincoln Continental because that was a you know big deal in those days. And we had the windows rolled down. It was summer. And he was driving fast because Al would drive fast. And yeah, you typical <laughs> teenage boy. And out of nowhere, out of the woods, this thing came, and I am not exaggerating, at about 100 miles an hour into the car and popped Al right on the side of the head so hard that the car literally, like, we, we almost, I mean, we almost went off the road. It hit him so hard in the head. And <laughs> he was completely stunned, and I, we were just shocked. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. So... Long story short, I, I finally start picking up the pieces because this thing blew up in like a hundred pieces all Ow. over. Wait, what? And yeah. it was a raw potato. <laughs> Somebody had boomeranged it out of the woods or shot it up. They actually have, I didn't know this at the time, but they you actually have like potato guns. Will you can shoot guns. potatoes? When I, I tell you, have you ever heard of that, Ellen, a potato Wait, gun? Yeah. Yes, I have. I actually know someone who has several potato guns. Oh, oh no way! God. And do they like sh- launch them from out of the woods? Yeah, they think it's fun. These are grown men. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it was just—I've never in my life seen a potato. Well, and could you imagine 
a raw potato shattering like that has to hit so hard. Wait, I know. Yeah, they they're hard. They're I mean, hard. they're really. Oh, no, he's like, lucky he didn't kill him. Yeah. It was a full. It was a full. Like you hit right in the temple, you could be right out. He yeah. had he had a huge shiner, <laughs> oh my God. and he was so mad. He was of course, so mad. But I mean, his whole side of his face is I, was he was black and blue. He was it was the craziest but you thing. Couldn't stop laughing. Oh, I was. This. <laughs> Hysterical. When I realized what, what just went down and that we had a potato cup and it hit him like that, I mean, I just was out of control. I could not stop laughing. And, and when he, she gets going, she doesn't stop. Oh, my goodness. That was really funny. I mean, it was one of those, you had to be there, but. It's funny that he, because he's okay, might not have been so funny. Really? I mean, he, both, yeah, both of you are okay. Yeah, didn't too. drive you off the road. He could have had some damage the way that thing hit him. Oh, seriously. Yeah. In the head like that. Concussion. Absolutely. Or at the minimum, yeah. I mean, so Ellen, tell us about your potato friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should name them by name. You don't have to name them by name. You can also make up a name. Um, the, you know them, uh, Alexander. They, they live in Gloucester. Um, you know her. You know her, and it's her um, long-term partner. And they, they and. <laughs> Larry, we'll call him Larry. Some <laughs> Larry. Okay, Larry. <laughs> they have, um, like, a guy's night, and that's what they do is, like, it, well, they don't always do potato guns. They have uh, a variety of different things they do to entertain themselves. It's actually kind of fun because it's, like, a group of men, and they're, they're older, but they've been getting together for years, and it's, like, their night. That's kind of cute. Right? Or shoot potatoes or potatoes. <laughs> or fishing or something. Do but, they um, shoot out anything else like onions or like maybe. I various. Watermelon. Watermelon. Well, you know, everyone has their hobbies. Everyone has their thing. Who am I to judge, I guess? Yeah. But anyway. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. Well, I am so appreciate you telling us your dating stories. Well, that's just a couple. I know. I know there's many more that came from. We might have, we're probably going to have to do another we pod with the moms at some yeah. point. Yeah. Some of them you wouldn't want to broadcast just because, sure. you know, sure. they got a little crazy. But those are, those are like just the fun ones. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love a fun one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you've dated a lot. Now you've been married how many years? Oh my goodness. Uh, 33 now. 33 wow. years. Yeah. What is uh, your advice for girls that are out there dating still currently? Or boys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm a different generation. I think a lot of these girls are just too aggressive. They're too fast. They're, they compromise themselves too quickly to guys. I just think let a guy chase you. Uh-huh. I, I really don't think girls should be chasing guys. Now, that's me. That's I come from old school. But I just think if a guy's into you, believe me, he'll come after you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go after if him. If he wants to, they will. Yeah, if, he will. You know yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean the guys today have it so easy. They really don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is low. All they have to do is breathe. <laughs> yeah. The you bar know? is pretty low. low. All right. And then what would your um, advice be for marriage for a long long happy marriage Uh, well you and i've talked about this many times about just really um respecting one another and being kind to one another even when you don't want to be kind but Mm -hmm. just to just to be 
good to that person so that they feel loved and, you know, that, that you, they feel like you really do care about them to listen to them. And um, I mean, marriage isn't perfect by mm-hmm. any means because there's always ups and downs. But um, but I think with your dad and I, one of, there actually have been a couple of things that have kept us going, holding on for dear life. No, um, <laughs> the one thing is that we laugh a lot. You do. Yeah. We do. get very silly together. He's got a good sense of humor. And actually, that's what attracted me to him. It was that we were able to laugh mm-hmm. and we're friends. Mm-hmm. You're right. We're just, we're just friends. I will say that the story that I always think is cute, and I'm telling more stories now, um, that Auntie Danette always says. So my Aunt Danette, she's not my real aunt, but my mom's dear friend that, you know, I would call aunt. So my mom was working with Danette at, I don't know where you guys worked. We worked at the city, first the city of Signal Hill, yeah. And Danette was, was she already married to Mike? Yes. So Danette was married to my Uncle Mike, and... My Uncle Mike was really good friends with my dad. They would surf together. They were okay. like little surfer bros. So they were having a going away party for my mom because she was leaving her job. The city signal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danette brought Mike and Mike wanted to bring a friend because he wasn't going to know anybody there. So he brought my dad. Okay. So oh, okay. they met that night. Mom, you went up to dad, right? Actually, I did. I said, how come you haven't bought me a drink? Because everybody else bought that. me a drink. And he's sitting there like an idiot. I'm taking out his ball and buying me drinks. <laughs> All that talk about chasing. Well, well it wasn't a chase. I just kidding. wanted, you know, yeah. wanted to do what he so needed to. So they hit it off and we're, we're pretty much inseparable after that. But you always, Auntie Danette always says how you said to her, how come you never introduced me to him? Like, he's so hot. He's so funny. He's so whatever. And she was like, Jill, you have the list. She had a list. You wanted a man that made six figures that had a three-piece suit. That like Back then was, the was popular, suit. by the way. Back, back then meant you made it, I guess. And she had a very strict list. I so wanted, my, yeah, I wanted somebody very well-educated, mm-hmm. master's degree. I had a whole list of uh-huh. things that I wanted. And my aunt Annette said, well, Jill, he didn't fit your list. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. surfer guy, construction, whatever. Yep. And my mom said, but he makes me laugh. It's true. Yeah. And my aunt and I always thought that was the sweetest thing ever. Throw the list out the window. Yeah. The list is gone, <laughs> and they're still gone. laughing all these years later. So, <laughs> yeah. works out. You gotta laugh. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that happen in life. So, you know, yeah. you gotta be exactly. able to laugh. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Now it's Ellen's turn. I love that. Yes. Yes. Ellen, you're up. We're up. Way back, uh, I was was out gardening. It was one of those hot, hot, you know, New England summer days where you're just sticky and gross. And I had on these overalls that I used to wear a lot all the time time. and they i think you like hemmed the bottom of them that had like so the hem had like floral print do you remember that i feel like maybe i'm thinking a different pair possibly possibly (laughs) i just i wore them way too much and way to way too many places because they were comfortable but when i think back i'm like what was i thinking anyway so i had them i was out back gardening and it was dirty and and this was like kind of heavy duty shoveling and all of that and I had to run out to the, the car, and I noticed that there was, like, uh, the piece that goes, that is underneath the car was kind of hanging down. And uh, so I called up the um, local mechanic, and he said, hey, I've got an opening, like, right now. If you bring it down right now, I can fix it, and, you know, you can have it. You'll, it'll be all set for the rest of the day. So I drive down with the thing clanging just down the street, uh, 
in my overalls and the whole not looking great or whatever. And then um, he said, well, I can do it. I can get this fixed in like 45 minutes. Why don't you just grab lunch or whatever and come back? So I called my friend, Deb, and I said, hey, why don't you meet me at the little lunch place uh, for lunch? And we'll, we'll, we'll do this and then I'll go back and I'll get the car. So sure enough, he, she gets down there and she kind of said like, oh, my God, like what what's going on with you? Because, I, I mean, I dirt in my hair, <laughs> under my fingernails. ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไม่ยังไ
Did you know yeah. much about Caracas when I, you said I did, yes? I did not. I did not. I, I had, there were four countries that we had. I had four offers. One was Amsterdam, oh, which would have been, been cool, cool. But the guy said, um, it's a great place to live. Maybe not. He wasn't like overly um, enthusiastic about the idea of having a child. He wasn't sure if that was like a great place for mm-hmm. a child. But everything I've read since... I think it would be. Mm-hmm. But he also said, like, the money, he said, you cannot, you won't save money. Mm-hmm. You're just going to, whatever you make, it, because the cost of living is high, you'll spend it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping to get um, some something where I would be able to save some money. And then one was um, Indonesia, mm-hmm. which I was really interested in, mm-hmm. except there was something to do, maybe it was with the housing, and then Taiwan, no, it was Thailand, oh. was another one. Mm-hmm. Uh I can't re- and I can't remember exactly the but the and I kind of clicked with the guy who was the director uh, for the one in Caracas. And again, mm-hmm. I remember when he said, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Let me go look on the." I know it's I know more or less where it is in South America. But I was like, "Is it Colombia, Venezuela, or Venezuela, Colombia?" Uh, so. Uh, yeah, but I didn't really know too much about the country uh, then. Cause, and you had to make a decision within, like, 24 hours once they offered oh, you. Wow. So, but, yeah. So, uh, but then I proceeded to, you know, get a lot more information, talk to people who had lived there. And everything was very positive about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I thought for you it would be like a real, it would just be, an opportunity to live someplace else. You're not a tourist. You're actually living there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I didn't really understand maybe the advantages of also going to an international school and what that would expose you to. Mm-hmm. But I think that was another big plus. Yeah, also, you had the opportunity to learn Spanish yep. um, and travel. And I just thought just to do that, um, and especially during those kind of difficult middle school years yeah. um mm-hmm. would yeah. be yeah yeah an initial yeah because yeah. i think so. i don't know like you know the middle school in the u.s i think is that it was definitely a different um ex- like experience like when i would talk to my friends like back at home and like they would talk about like you know what they're doing it's just like i mean i never even saw weed until i got back like and i know that like you know in middle school kids were like smoking weed and whatever mm-hmm. i was like i never even like saw it or had any interest mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> a more wholesome way of life yeah it kind of was a little yeah. bit more sheltered in that way but in a good i think it's a good you know good thing um it was also yeah. a much smaller school i think my like class was like 25 people or something like that i was pretty yeah Um, yeah and that was a challenge at the beginning because you were going into sixth grade Mm -hmm. and we got down there and those those girls that had been together for several years were like this little click and they were not letting her in and it was it was very sad because she'd come home every day after school and she would cry and i remember we had like this was back really i mean sell you did have cell phones, but it wasn't the same. You used to have a phone card. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, you know, you could use, okay, you can use this card to call somebody at home or what, you know, just mm-hmm. to kind of ease it. But I do remember thinking, if things don't change in the next, like, month or so, like, I'm going to have to break my contract. Because it was, yeah. like, it was it was sad. And, mm-hmm. and I do, I don't know if I ever told you, but I did sometimes talk to the mothers of the girls and just say, like, hey, oh. could you, like, maybe you could, like, invite her over. And- oh, God. <laughs> You're being a protective mama bear. <laughs> and the mothers were 
really nice, but it was like that thing, you know how mm-hmm. they at that age, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it was tough. Uh, mm-hmm. And then another new girl moved in. Yes. I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember they were like, can you give Sam a tour around the school? I was like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> yes, I can. Did you and Sam become good friends? We were besties. We were oh. like, uh, yeah, we were like sisters, honestly. We spent like every yes. day after school, either at her house or, um, yeah, no, she was awesome. So, or Do you still keep in touch? Um, we're, we've, Chat it on Instagram every now and then, and like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we always like wish each other happy birthday and things like that. That's and cute. You're still friends with yeah. her mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her mom actually end, ended up li- living like only maybe like 30 miles from here, and mm. like no, we're still in touch. And I just saw her uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. So I remember Saturday mornings that like I would go over to their house, and the girls would hang out. They watched every episode of Friends. I remember yes. uh, Samantha <laughs> and Christine. <laughs> that's, yes. that's why you are Friends trivia expert. Yes, and number then, one. Uh, that's why yeah, Ali and I bonded. That was another one of our interests. <laughs> yes. that we, yeah, remember we got we still have to spend our seventeen dollars at yeah, the we rail. Won, we won seventeen dollars, <laughs> oh. so we can split it up <laughs> between five. That's another story. It's another story for another day. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then I would hang out with her mom, and uh, yeah, and then we traveled together a lot too. Mm-hmm. We'd all uh, go on vacation together, so that was also nice. Yeah. But it was uh, like, thank God. And I remember I was talking to you earlier. Uh, so the first time they invited her over, and when you live like so, this was way before uh, GPS and you know Google um, Maps or anything like that. So. It was like, you know, at the roundabout, take the third exit, and then at the large tree, turn right, and at the rock, turn left. It was like these crazy directions that, and I remember... Like, I was like, come hella high water, we're going to find that house. And we're like, driving. And they're like, where's the stick? They said to turn at the stack. That's a good mama. I like, know. she's making friends. <laughs> we will find that house. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay, yeah. so in, in middle school, obviously, you know, they have, like, the middle school dances. And... Um, the way that the school was set up, like all the hallways and stuff are like outdoors. So, you know, when people come and drop it's all off, open. it's all open, open air. air. Um, and so mom had this, I don't know, like 1974 Mercedes. Mercedes. Like it was a tank and nothing. The only thing that worked on it, it had an engine that would not die. But even like the windows, like the windows crank to keep it up you had to put like a little piece of cardboard, cardboard. in it to keep the windows up uh, and it had a great stereo until, yeah remember until it, it had a lot of stereo until it got stolen <laughs> but um it's, but the car itself and it was huge it was one of those old mercedes like where you could put fit 10 people in the back seat easily um, comfortably like five but, people like, yeah easily. but the, nothing else it was very old and yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, <laughs> so which all, that was already embarrassing as I'm trying to like fit in here in middle school. <laughs> that tank of a car. Embarrassing. So then we go to the middle, like she drives me to the middle school dance and like everyone is there like getting dropped off and everything. And like I like got get out in my little outfit. I think I just got like a blowout. You know, how you, you know, how your mm-hmm. attitude changes when you get a blowout. Of course. You just have to be like a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like. <laughs> and I slammed the door. 
And like there was like this metal siding kind like, of like like a little piece of little trim piece along of, the side. Yeah, yeah. It fell off, but like not fully. So like it was hung it was How, the like screw one knot was holding it on. Yeah. It was so dangling. She was driving away yes. and this thing is like sparking off on the pavement. And it's like <laughs> It's like so loud and like sparking. I was like, oh, oh my god, a middle school worst nightmare. <laughs> so embarrassing. And I think Samantha was also with us, and she ran. She. she <laughs> I think you all ran. I think I saw. Abandoning your sweet mother after fine. dropping you. That was fine. No, I didn't care, but I just remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was classic. I feel like your time in those- Venezuela is reminding me of uh, Mean Girls a little bit, like your Katie. Yeah, <laughs> Katie Harry. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one, and then yeah, I remember that vividly. Yeah. <laughs> but we drove that car all over the country, and it never died. I'm gonna say that it wow. never died. Uh, in the, you know, hundred degree heat, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, it would always be really dusty because, like, the roads would be, <laughs> and you couldn't, like, get the window up fast mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, and I'm sure it didn't have AC. Pour it. Have AC. No. No, but, um, Sounds like my yeah. car. Good. God, it's from A to B. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And so, and then most recently, you've been in Peru, um, mm-hmm. living in Lima. And yep. uh, so I, I went down to visit. This was pre-COVID. I think it was so much. It was at Christmas time. Christmas. I think it was 2018. Was 2018 that 18 or 19? 19, 19, 19, 19. Um, so <laughs> we had like a was it? It was a weekend, right? Planned. Yeah. So we were going over. So you were there at Christmas time, and it was going to be over New Year's. So it was probably like I think three days or four days that would span New Year's. Yeah, and somebody had told me about this great place. It was a small beach town south of Lima. There's like a little cove, there's surfing, and they gave me the name of this hotel that was right there on the water with a pool. Yeah, so I I made my reservation early because I was like, this will be great because usually I leave things for the last minute and then like everything's full. But like, oh, I was was really, did it, paid for the whole thing. And then like on the day we're going down, um, she called, the the owner called and said, oh, um, what time are you leaving? What time will you be here? Which I was kind of like, all right. And I I said, what, four o'clock or something. And uh, she's like, well... If you want to come tomorrow, you can, and we'll give you another night free. She said, because we've been doing renovations. And she and I was like, oh. And she was like, but don't worry. She said, everything's like, it's all set, except we have to put some of the furniture back in the common area. But other than that, it's good. And I said, and I said, like, let me just be clear, like, so it's just the furniture. And I was kind of joking. I said, like, so there's no, like, you know, major machinery going on. Right. You know? And she goes, no, no, it's it will be, it's fine. The room is all set. We just need to, you know, the, it's the common area. So I was like, well, we're all set. We were, like, ready to roll. And I said, well, we'll just come down tonight because that's not, you know, such yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, also, so the this, town is all. I, I just, I do just want to preface this whole thing. This was like a very, very much um, like when you live in a different country. I mean, there there are these like cultural differences that have to do with like, you know, this language and food and traditions. But then there are subcultural things that take a 
a long time, and I, I don't know if you ever figured them all out, but uh, and that's what also keeps things interesting when you live right. in another country because every day is a new day, and I think you're always trying to figure out like what what's the surprise going to be today? Yeah, what's up, yeah. with, the, what's up <laughs> with the culture? Yeah, and the people. And you do kind of have to just you know, things aren't in your control. I would say maybe mm-hmm. as much like here in the U.S. where mm-hmm. it's like we can really have everything at our fingertips here, and it's just really not that that way in other mm-hmm. countries. And so you just have to be prepared that things are not. But probably aren't going to go the way you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and I think sometimes it's good because it makes you kind of realize you're just kind of going to roll with it. So yeah. every day it's like, well, we're going to see what happens today. I mean, there might be a loose plan, but whatever that is, it's probably not going to be whatever. In my case, whatever I thought it was going to be, it would never be that. <laughs> it would be something else. But yeah. it also kind of keeps you in the present versus, like, yeah. I think in um, – in like the U.S., I think a lot. I don't know if I'll just speak for myself. A lot of times, I'm think I'm living in the future. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about what's going to happen next. What's the next thing? And there's no point of doing that. And a lot, of, a lot of times when you're overseas, because like you're just trying to deal with the present. Like you're just you're trying, trying to, to figure survive. out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we're on our way down to mm-hmm. this little beach town, which is called San Bartolo. And if anyone watched the latest uh, 90 Day Fiance. The other way, I think, it's featured on there. Oh, um, I watched so many of them. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I'll show you. I'll, I'll show it to you before. Um, <laughs> but I remember, like, we were coming into the town, and like, it's just, it was just. I felt like we were off roading. It was just no roads. It was. We were going up and down these like kind of like sand mounds, and I was like, "This is okay. All right, <laughs> here we go." And then like we turn. <laughs> corner and like we start making our way like kind of down towards where like the town is part like town part is Uh and we turn the corner i mean just bricks like just people are laying bricks putting the window into like i was like this is not as described. <laughs> well, the, and the like I didn't think. Well, we had somebody was driving us, and the driver knew this particular place. And I remember he said, "There it is." And I looked, and I was like, "There were, there were like men in working. There were wheelbarrows. There was concrete. There oh, were like God. I said, they, like she said, there like there were huge windows. Window they were putting in. Like, there's not even no like a window. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There was no stairs. We were walking up. No, no, and there was no. Like- <laughs> we had to go over like a little plank to yes. get in. And when we so we get out of the car, and I I remember seeing like this woman's face briefly in the window, and then like she ran. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Wow, and that's so, a surprise. We walked in, and um, she showed us like the room, and like no electrical had been done. What? Um, the pool was like dry, bone dry. <laughs> and, and, like everything was, the stairway was wet because I had painted, but. Yeah, there was. I don't even know if the plumbing was really or. I, I mean, yeah. they, I mean, granted, the room itself. If you just looked at it and didn't think, like, okay, are there lights or anything? The room itself was fine. Now they also had like seven other rooms with people who were coming the next day. Anyway, so we talked to the owner, and she was like, she was really apologetic, and she's like, I'm sorry, and all the, the construction's taken so long, and da 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 da, and. And what kept going through my head was like, why didn't you just tell me? Right. Like, we knew, you knew we were coming. You've been working on this, and she said, for months. And you know, 
Nothing, a miracle is not going to happen between, you know, yeah. 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Yeah. 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 And so they were, no. they were not, they gave, they went to, they gave us our money back. Okay, we wrote okay. back. And the, but this whole thing was like, why? And I've, so I, since then, I like asked several people who I worked with and other people I knew that were in the area. And the answer was, people don't like to say no because they feel like they're disappointing you. Right. And so they may say, well, maybe that's not a great idea, hmm. which I would take as, and I remember I, I would take as like, ah, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. And what, what they were trying to tell you was hard no. Definitely not. No, no. <laughs> but they would not, like, it's, so that was something I had to learn. And when yeah. that woman said like, well, maybe you want to come another time, that was her way of saying Don't it's come. not ready. Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> the expectations were not yeah. clear. That is so funny. Yes. I mean, I have a yeah. people pleasing problem myself, so I kind of get it. Yeah, I think maybe just from me working in travel before, like yeah. I'm like it's always better to set like the expectation oh, of like yeah. this because and maybe it will be better, but set the bare minimum. Set the bar low. Yeah, yeah. set the yeah. bar low, and then hope it's over deliver. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. My next, so the next part is going to be me asking you a question. So I would say, I not that not everybody, obviously, everyone has their own opinions, but um, I think like uh, like people my age, maybe younger, sometimes they think like you you know life is over when you're sixty, you know. It's just like not. You're just. I think my know, mom just felt that way of, when she turned sixty. Yeah, you just kind of do the same thing and the same routine. But I feel like with you, I mean, you've been. You just came. You know, you were in Peru, and um, I feel like you have a good, you know, set of friends and a good like rhythm, I guess, in life. And so I'm wondering, where do you, where do you find that rhythm? <laughs> Oh, I don't know where. Oh, I don't know where I find the rhythm. But I don't know. I, I, uh, Jill. I know you said that you kind of changed careers just a few years ago, and now you have your store. Mm -hmm. And I think one like life expectancy has gotten a lot longer. And this idea that like what life is over when you're sixty, you still have another third or fourth act coming because the odds are, you know, you're going to live into your eighties or nineties. Mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, Ali's mom, grandma, my mother, just passed at 98, mm -hmm. um, and she was going strong right up until the end. Mm -hmm. And so I think, um, yeah, so I, I think that there's, yeah, that, that notion is a little bit dated. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I, so I, I did retire probably oh, five years ago uh, from uh, public school teaching, but I knew I wasn't going to, I, it, it just wasn't for me to like be sitting around, I don't yeah. know, whatever, what, I, I guess like the stereotypical retirement thing of yeah. living in Florida and playing cards and <laughs> whatever. Uh, so then I got the fellowship and that ended up being like a four year thing. And I actually just took another job um, because it's, it keeps you, um, I want to say like, it gives you energy yeah. mm -hmm. and, it's, and also you you're learning new things mm -hmm. and you're interacting with a range of people mm -hmm. and I think that helps to keep you young mm -hmm. and it also keep, helps to keep me sane mm -hmm. because <laughs> otherwise your world I think becomes very small very yeah. so yeah. yeah 
So yeah. I guess um, I think to keep learning things mm -hmm. until like the day you go and also yeah. to try to keep active. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my advice. That's very <laughs> good <laughs> advice. That's <laughs> excellent advice. It is. Yeah. It is. We are so lucky to have such badass moms. We really are. Yes. You're both very inspirational. Yes. Oh, that's Aww. nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we try. We're, we're still figuring it out. We we're still doing okay. Doing all right, I think. Are you guys ready for a little Never Have I Ever? Ooh. Did I do that right? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. We're still figuring out our intros and outros and stuff. Did I just pick one from the top? Yeah. Yeah, and then read, say Never Have I Ever, and then read what it says on the card. And then if you've done it, you have to take a drink. And if you don't want to read any one new card, let me know. Never have I ever stolen someone's holiday decorations off their lawn. No, I have never. <laughs> Everyone's really thinking I about this one. I don't think I have done. No, I don't think so. I don't. I know you've. Um, I think you've added holiday decorations <laughs> to people's houses, have unbeknownst I, to them. I've added them. I feel like you're someone who would like sneak a sneak a wreath. <laughs> on the door. She, well, actually, you do. You have because this all started a few years back when I was dating Tyler, and we were decorating our Christmas tree for the I first do time. Add. <laughs> and he had a little um, Garfield ornament that was like fuzzy, and it clipped onto the tree. And we were just like, "What is this, Tyler?" And my mom and I are very into a classy tree. We mm -hmm. want it to be okay. pristine. So we're like, Garfield's not coming on the tree not absolutely not but then did, did we bring it here we must have done it first no we ended up putting him front and center as a joke oh yeah we put him front and center on the tree and then it ended up on my tree because yeah, Tyler, Tyler snuck it down you snuck it down so this little Garfield guy has been going back and forth now for over two years I found him on our railing <laughs> I have found him in daddy's car mm -hmm. and then like Hanging Tyler from the little um tennis ball when you pull in <laughs> oh my god it's like an elf on the shelf Tyler found him his protein powder once <laughs> so you never every time we go to each other's house Garfield ends up somewhere new so we're not stealing holiday decor but we're putting it places okay yeah <laughs> I love that um yeah 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 okay do you want right, to just like show it to your mom mom this will be yours I'm going to show it to you okay <laughs> Oh, 15 nope. years. No, not 15. Have you? No. Nope. I'm surprised, nope. actually. I have like an older man. Oh, that's true. Oh, wait a minute. I, I have dated somebody <laughs> who was 20 years older than me. Whoa. I was 23. He was 42. So he was 19 years older. Drink up, sister. Damn. I did. I forgot about that. <laughs> Okay. All right. And let's see. Never have I ever had plastic surgery. Sure have. Drink up. <laughs> Drink up hide and nose job. I know. I know. It and looks it's great. Beautiful. I love it. It. Oh, it looks great. Best thing you ever did. <laughs> My mom's probably the reason I had a complex, but we love you anyway. It all turned out good. <laughs> all right. Let's see. <laughs> no. Uh, oh. Peed in public and been charged with public urination. I've peed in public, but I've not been charged. Same. So. Never. That's uh, 
That's that, I guess. Um, <laughs> on that note. Well, on that note. Well. <laughs> that's our sign off. Uh, no, just kidding. But um, anyway, we have to thank our moms so much yes, for thank joining you so us much today. For taking the time and being on the pod and supporting our uh, little project here. Yep. Cool. Yeah, good. we. I did too. Thank you for having good. us. Good, good, good. We love it. Um, well, our next... I'm trying to think. We're both going to we, be traveling for a little bit. We are going to be traveling. We're going to, we, now that we know how to do something remote, we are going to try and maybe do that. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll, try and we'll do some remote episodes. But um, yeah. I think we have episodes to hold us for the next month. And then when we come back, we'll figure it out. But you're going totally. to Colombia and I'm going to France. And we have a lot of exciting things happening. Yes. I'm yeah. excited. Um, all right. Well, thanks again. And remember to follow, follow rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we're on TikTok and Instagram and it's both at at the brunch table pod um and if you want to be on our podcast send us a dm or um an email it's the brunch table at or no the brunch, table, the brunch pod. table pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. um we would love to have you and maybe. if you make the cocktail this week uh tag us let us know what you think and thanks for joining us okay, thanks love you bye love you bye <laughs> <laughs>